I will set out for Gaul myself and confront our enemies. They will learn the error of their ways. But why might early Christians have called Nero the Antichrist? I will quash my deluded enemy, not with the sword. I intend to sing to them. Nero has lost Welcome his back to the life of the Emperor Nero with my former co-host back with me again today. <laughs> Special guest what? appearance from... Ray Harris, Stephen Dando Collins couldn't make it this time. Uh, <laughs> how oh, are that's you, the Ray Harris? I came. I, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Oh my God. You have got to sell whatever you have, drugs, whatever. I don't know. Get an mm. Oculus VR2, Eclipse VR2, whatever the fuck it's called, the mm. virtual reality. I, Santa, mm. <clears throat> Santa mm. got that for me and he decided I should open up it early and having so much fun boxing table tennis sometimes i get the two confused mm. it's it's the way to go you should but check no it time out. no time to work on our book apparently but that you got time to do that <laughs> okay. boxing and vr look look i understand mm-hmm. oh, that no, you i understand are a i master. see it I, I understand i understand yeah yeah okay yeah. Anyway, I acknowledge your status of master mm. cunt. Having said that, I am spending time with my family. We're talking. We're watching Christmas oh, movies. Your family, we're, your guys, family. You don't even like your family. family. I've got several. <laughs> but this family. You're speaking Cantonese now, my friend. I told Chrissy that you came <laughs> up with that the other day. Yeah. Because we, Chrissy and I have started seeing uh, a Chinese doctor, <gasps> our, our um, a kung fu doctor. Oh, He's actually a... He's a, he's a kung fu master who also does Chinese medicine. He's fixed up all my kung fu injuries and her kung fu injuries. But he he, nice. he speaks he's a big white Aussie guy, but he speaks Cantonese to his uh, <laughs> offsider as a Chinese woman. And I said to Chrissy, "Well, you know, at least he doesn't speak Cantonese like Ray." She said, "Oh my god, did Ray come up with that?" I said, "He did." She said, "He's worth keeping." I said, "I know, you know." Once every couple of years, Ray comes years. up with something that's so good. <laughs> Yeah, and he I coast. Believe he it or not, himself. yeah, yeah, he buys himself. I coast for like two, two and a half, years. three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good until let's see, it's the end of 2021. That's why I keep you around. Yeah, <laughs> at least 2023. Be looking for hey, the next big race. Speaking of yeah. speaking of selling drugs, Chrissy got her medical marijuana oh. uh, <laughs> card last week. Nice. Yeah, as a receiver, not a seller. She's not out as there a receiver. selling drugs. Yeah, not yet. Okay. No, as a receiver. <laughs> Give it time. Finally. Give it time. Finally, we have yes. a, a way oh. to get legal legal product here, which is uh, yeah. fantastic. She hasn't actually I, got any legal product yet, right. but well, so after of course, Christmas. But, she has to go back after Christmas and yeah. get it all done. It's very exciting Can I? Oh, absolutely. Can I say, I hope that doesn't take any of the fun out of it for you. <laughs> and it's legal that you can get away because that's kind of the fun. But anyway. No, it's not the fun. <laughs> You'll um, be fine. She'll be fine. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. All right, now listen, okay. just a heads up for people before we get into this. These are going to be shorter episodes than what you're used to because, A, it's Christmas, and, B, uh, we, 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 we stopped caring a long time ago. Yeah. So I, I, uh, <laughs> Honestly, I'm, just, I'm tired of talking to these people. I, I'm barely here. Barely here. <laughs> <laughs> what oh so, cheryl said that was insensitive yeah. and not funny yeah yeah well, look we're coming up to the end of nero and that's yeah. we're probably going to take a break at the end of nero for a while uh, i think we'll yeah. take a break and Emotional, see how we feel yeah right. we need to rest we've been doing this we, week yes. in week out for eight yes. years 
Well, and you've got World War Two on top of that, and then you know, and I did you've all got my QB. Yeah, Napoleon and all that stuff. We've been doing. I've been. I've been doing podcasts pretty much every week for seventeen years, and I need a break. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to take a yeah. break from everything, just from Caesar for a while. We'll take a break from right. Caesar. Right. And whether or not we come yeah. back just depends on how many drugs people send us. Uh, how much? Yes, really. I was going to say money, but drugs. Money, fine. drugs. That's fine yeah. too. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And how good the Bullets. drugs are. What kind of drugs? They right. Are. Yeah. yeah. What yeah, if they're you know. too good? You'll never hear from us again because we're. Yeah, but they have to be good enough but. to make us forget how much work we've done in the last <laughs> oh, no. seventeen years. <laughs> in my case, right? Got to be uh, good for, enough for so nothing. We the no credit. Yes. No credit. No one yeah. remembers me in the the annals of podcasting history. Right. Why do I fucking bother? Well, I think your name is synonymous with annals, but um, that's annals. Why would no, take- <laughs> and look. And we're making so much money now from oh, our very. Just we don't rolling. need to. Just we don't need rolling. to work so hard anymore. You know, it's just no. coasting, living the big life, coasting, living coasting. love. I hope to coast the last twenty years of my life. That's that's my goal. If you if you want it straight, the straight dope. I hope is to that, coast. Is that how many you think you've got left? Twenty. How many states? If, if do you I'm have? lucky. If I'm, I, I'm pretty soon I'll have 20, but no, I've got two. Uh, we'll see how it goes. If I can do another 20 years, that would be that would be good. While we're on break, if anybody wants to have a dinner in our honor, I would be very happy to to show up for that. That'd be good. What's worse that can you happen? You want to die? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. I want to tempt fate. Come on, bitch. Come on. Mm. Hey. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how. Well, it goes. as we'll see in these next episodes, Seneca. Yeah. Not so. Did not so much. All right, so we're picking up after the great fire of Rome. Thanks again to Stephen Dando Collins for yes. coming on and talking about that with me. That was a lot of fun. Tacitus says at this point, Italy and its provinces mm-hmm. were exhausted by contributions of money. He writes, even the gods yeah. fell victims to the plunder for the temples in Rome were despoiled and the gold Ooh. carried off. But oh, my God. Yeah. Of course, you know, about two-thirds of Rome. It's just burned to the ground, including Nero's right. brand new palace. It needs to be paid Aww. for. Sure, sure. Tacitus makes it sound like this. You know, it's a horrible thing that 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 Nero's uh, asking or forcing right. everyone to to cough up some cash to pay for this. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that some of the provinces wanted to contribute as much money as they could in order to curry mm-hmm. favour with Nero. <laughs> Yes. Um, he's probably going to insist they cough it up anyway. It's probably like I imagine um, when America invades another country and they go out to their allies and say, are you going to participate in this uh, illegal <laughs> invasion? Yes. And the countries, whether they want to or not, they yeah. kind of have to. If you don't, you get in the bad books with the US and there are economic and, and possibly military repercussions of that depending on – what kind of country you are, what size country you are. Right. Uh, uh, so you kind of have to go along. You have to, uh, okay, we'll fucking yeah. do it. Really, <laughs> I'll do know. it. Kind of sounds like Heather. Fine. Yeah. yeah. I'll do it. What are the repercussions to Heather if she doesn't right. go along? If she doesn't um, uh, drop her panties, Okay. Well, what uh, – Oh, I, I have I have an answer for this. And let, let's say I was I was um, you and I were married. It's 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 twenty twenty one. You and I were married, and I make the move on you, and you go, you know, not really feeling it. And I'm like, look, you can either let me do what I want to do for two and a half minutes, or I'll cry 
for the next hour and I'll just follow you around mm. the house and cry mm-hmm. and it will just drive you crazy. So mm. put out or it's time for waterworks. Which one is less painful for you? You know what I'd say? I'd say the anus is now closed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good one. That was good. That was good. If I could real quick, I was thinking about what you were just saying a minute ago. I was thinking about that. Um, Rome is one of the largest cities in the world. I think there's roughly a million people or whatever. And, and I'm sure you and Dando went over this, but you know, a percentage of Rome is ruined. Not too many people die. They could have, but obviously a lot of buildings, a lot of houses, apartments are gone. Um, the other provinces around Rome need Rome up and running economically. I'm sure a lot of them make their living off of, you know, supporting or giving or whatever, you know, filling, fulfilling Rome's needs. And so, yeah, they need the city uh, and its people back up and running again so they can go on with their lives. So uh, Nero takes a lot of money in. But, yeah, when he gets to the point, he goes, you know, I'm going to build this very awesome palace for me. That's when he pisses a lot of people off, I think. But, um, yeah, I think you're right. The, the people – outside of Rome recognized the need to get their capital up and running as fast as it could. Yeah, that makes sense. But I can also understand if he's spending a big chunk of it on his palace. But, but yeah, I mean, the people, <laughs> yeah. I can understand yeah. they're going to be unhappy about that. But also it's part of the uh, the glory of Rome, right? It's like yeah, the British justify yes. all the money that gets spent on the royal family in their palace. And they go, well, it's, you know, it's a tourist attraction. Yeah. People come to see this kind of mm-hmm. shit. You know, as you say the same thing with Rome. You know, people come to see it. They yes. come to see Nero. And yeah, his and they should be awed. Yes. Yeah. It should be awe-inspiring at all times. Yeah. And right now it's not. And, of course, it's not just yeah. the provinces that are having to cough up. It's the Roman elite, uh, well, Romans in general, but particularly the elite are going to have to right. be taxed heavily to pay for the rebuilding. Many of them lost their homes yes. in the fires as well. And also many of them... Mm-hmm are going to lose their property when Nero goes, uh, you know where your house is? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. It's now public That's property. now, uh, <laughs> you know, part of my swimming pool. Uh, but <laughs> no, you're not going to be able to use it. But no, don't from come time by. to time, yeah. uh, you'll be able to watch right. me use it. So, look, it's not it's yeah. not complete loss. Win-win. Win-win. Now yeah. – yeah. The, the depiction in Tacitus towards Nero, as we know, is overtly unfavorable. But yes, I, I have to imagine, so what we've seen from Nero so far, I, I don't think mm-hmm. he's just saying, sorry, fuck you, uh, I'm taking your land and your property, give me all your money now. That right. doesn't sound like Nero to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure or, he's like, look, yeah. guys, uh, here's the deal. You know, we'll 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 relocate you. We'll we'll do this. We'll do that. Yeah. I'm sure he's trying to work something out. But at the end of the day, if your family has lived in a villa palazzo uh, for hundred years, hundreds of years, you, yeah. you, you've yeah. you know you've built it up over time. The family traditions and heirlooms. You don't want to. You don't want to lose it. But if it's burnt down already, he's like, well, it's gone. What's gone is gone. Yeah. Uh, right. Maybe you can move somewhere else. You know, I, I, I really there's not a lot of detail in the histories about how this worked. Where did they relocate right. these families that lost their houses? The elite, in particular. I mean, the poor people are easy. You can just move them anywhere. Um, but yeah. you know, with the elite, where do you move them? How, how does that? I don't know. There's, yeah. there's uh, sadly they not a lot standards. of detail on that kind of stuff. But I, I, I'd like right. to think Nero right. would 
try and come up with some sort of a policy to keep people happy. But right. uh, as we'll see quite soon, a lot of people obviously weren't happy and then there's probably a variety yeah. of reasons for that that we'll go into. Well, well, let me ask you this. Just what I said a couple of minutes ago, if Rome's got roughly a million people in it and a lot of it's been burnt to the ground, you've got massive um, homeless people. Uh, and like you were saying, this is pretty big. And so, yeah, he's going to open up Agrippa's gardens. He's going to open up the campus marshes. He's going to do all these things to help the people. But that's not enough land. That's not enough time. There's not enough resources. There's not enough food coming in. So it's going to be a shitty experience for all those people. But, um, and I agree with you, I, um, Tacitus slants this way too much because of course, Nero is going to re- rebuild Rome. He's smart enough to get that these people can't just be out on the streets forever. And Rome needs to look awesome. Now, when he when he comes up with his idea for his palace, whatever the proper term is, he he is reminding everybody, look, I need people to walk into Rome. I need foreigners to walk into Rome and be awed by what they see. This isn't very inspiring. So yes, we're going to do some more houses and apartments, obviously, but we should take advantage of this and try to come up with something. You know, what's the next level of awesomeness that can be for Rome? Maybe we should consider that. And since he's the top guy, he's going to get his way and he's going to start building something pretty fancy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I kind of get that. I mean, if if we go back over the last, like, we we started this show sort of a hundred BCE, uh, right? You know, so we we hundred and sixty fucking three four five years into it at this stage. <laughs> uh, we've done five thousand episodes to get there, but it's <laughs> longer. You know, there's we've seen this gradual uh, glorification of Rome. Yes. Augustus and, and Agrippa obviously took it to a whole new level. They're, they're building, mm-hmm. they're building bigger temples, larger palaces. You know, it, right. it's this uh, process that obviously continued down into you know the feudal exactly. era. You've got the you've got Versailles, you've got uh, mm-hmm. you know, Edinburgh Castle, you've got all these amazing palaces and castles uh, around the world, Liechtenstein. Um, right. So uh, uh, the the fucking um, Duomo, not really a castle, but the church, you know, built St. Peter's, which is Still. a castle basically. Um, and they, they want to awe people too. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the sense that we need to build wonderful edifices for, for people to admire, for, for the glory, to show off our success and our wealth, Right. You know that's that's something that uh, continued for a long, long time into human history, yeah. and now corporations do it. Uh, governments and corporations yes. still do that kind of thing. Different parts yeah. of the world. Uh, so, like Nero's not crazy to want to build a, a massive palace. Uh, I think, particularly mm-hmm. as he's trying to position himself as Apollo or as the sun god Sol. Now he's trying to align himself right. with that idea, as we'll see over the next few episodes. So it's 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 simultaneously a temple to a god, which just happens to be him. That's right. the way I think of oh, you know, these convenient. shows. They're temples to me, and uh, <laughs> just waiting for people to bow down and worship. Please, please tell me I'm the high priestess. Oh yeah, high priest. Oh definitely. And, yeah, and not the both. Uh, high priest and high priestess. Some boy. You're both. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> I got the job. Anyway, but but the point is building um, magnificent edifices does have its place. Uh, it does create jobs. It stimulates the economy. You know, yeah. it puts money back in the economy. So it's not just ego. It it does have it does have its place. But like I was saying a couple of minutes ago, there's no way there could be enough temporary housing. They didn't have the sophisticated tents that we do. There's not enough food coming in. So people are going to gripe. So you take griping people hungry. They're living in or maybe they're living, you know, out in the open. And suddenly they're hearing Nero is spending money on a big house for him. They're not going to take that right. They're not going to be open, open to listening to why this is important as well. They're just pissed. And that's understandable. And it seems that at least some of the people uh, believe that Nero either did start the fire deliberately or Mm -hmm. had people fan the flames of it when it had already got out of control. Oh, Um, yeah. As we'll see as we go along, we have at least one, it seems, contemporary um, voice that says, at least according to Tacitus, Mm -hmm. who said that he believed that Nero started the fire. Seneca mm-hmm. was so disgusted at what Nero was doing in terms of uh, hitting everyone up for cash that he begged yes. for, according to Tacitus, the seclusion of a remote rural estate. And when it was refused, yeah, I gotta go. feigning ill health yeah. as though he had a nervous ailment, would not quit his chamber. This is the second time in about two years that Seneca's tried to retire. Uh, from political right. life, and the second time that Nero has refused him. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> right. Either right. I need your guidance and wisdom, or I need it to look like I'm needing your guidance and wisdom. Oh. I don't think Seneca yeah, was the old man. very influential at this stage. After Burrus died, Seneca seems to have been uh, pushed out on the side, but Nero won't let him go into retirement. He needs him yeah. there for I some had, reason. Exactly. And I had read um, someone else was trying to spin it. They were like, um, Seneca doesn't want any of Nero's taint on him. He tries to ask to leave. You know, I, I'm getting weaker. I need, to, I need to go to my country, a country estate, and just basically live out my days until I'm dead. Um, do you remember when Nero said – when he was given his speech, Seneca, I want you to always feel open to come back, to correct me, to change, to chastise me, to help me or whatever. You have an open door to my office at all times. Clearly that's bullshit because he's not allowed to come back in. But so Seneca's in this thing where, and I think you're right. He's not being asked to help because Nero is 27 years old. Now he doesn't need somebody to tell him what to do. But at the same time for optics, he, uh, Nero can't go any, uh, excuse me, Seneca can't go anywhere because the people probably feel better believing Seneca is advising Nero. So you're right. It's a trap for Seneca. He can't get out of it. What is he going to do? He fakes being even weaker and he just goes to his bed and lays there and goes, hopefully this will blow over. People will forget about me and I won't, eat something that I shouldn't eat or drink something that I shouldn't drink, and suddenly I am no more. So he's just laying extra low at this point. Well, Tacitus goes on to say that some people Mm. say Nero tried to have him poisoned, but either one of his freedmen warned him or he was just Mm -hmm. really careful about what he ate. Tacitus says while he used to support life, on the very simple diet of wild fruits with water from a running stream when first prompted, which is the same thing I do whenever Chrissy gives me that look. 
you know, I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, time to right, t- right time on. to go pick right. fruits from the trees and drink running water. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember we were talking about? I mean, as far as I remember, Seneca is the equivalent of a multi-millionaire or billionaire Bruce Wayne. I have no idea. Can you picture any billionaire today going out and picking fruit <laughs> off a tree and drinking water from a stream? Don't believe mm. it now. Not sure I believe it then. But mm. if it is true, if, the, if it was true for anybody, it would be Seneca. Mm. I think Steve Jobs did something like that. He was, uh, did he? yeah, he was kind of a, a okay. bit of a mega hippie. It killed him in the end. Uh, right. There so, were there, there signs, Ray. We know that uh, oh. things are going bad because there were signs. Tacitus right. writes, at the close, yeah. at the close <laughs> of the year... <laughs> People talked much about prodigies, presaging impending evils. Never were lightning flashes more frequent. And a comet, too, (laughs) appeared for which Nero always made propitiation with noble blood. Human and other births with two heads were exposed to public view or were discovered in those sacrifices in which it is usual to immolate victims in a pregnant condition. In the district of Placentia, close to the road, a calf was born with its head attached to its leg. Then followed an explanation (laughs) of the diviners that another head was preparing for the world, which, however, would be neither mighty nor hidden, as its growth had been checked in the womb and it had been born by the wayside. Right. What the fuck is all that about this was my when i read that passage this was my immediate take um so during this time some gladiators try to break out of a gladiator school and as you all know some of them are prisoners but generally they're not allowed to leave there's very few that's rock stars guess what people who are in various jails try to break out all the time this is nothing new uh the the lightning strikes yeah pretty scary nothing new um the navy had a trouble. They lost some triremes, triremes trying to come back to Rome because of the, the weather. Nothing new. But if you're in a negative mindset, if you truly believe that your country is on the wrong path, as we like to say in America, we're constantly taking polls on that, you're going to interpret everything as, oh, yep, there's another sign. It's only a matter of time. And so at the very least, rumors are going around. You know what? These are the fucking end times because everything's falling apart. We used to be great. Our greatness is behind us. And you've got to think Nero might be hearing this about, you know what? Are they going to blame me? And he's going to find out that some of the, for some of them, the answer is yes. And so we get to the big one, the <laughs> right? conspiracy of Piso, Ooh. the Pisonian conspiracy. Right. Uh, Tacitus writes, Silius Nerva and Atticus Vestinus then entered on the consulship, and this would be the year 65 CE, Right. Now a conspiracy was planned and at once became formidable for which mm-hmm. senators, knights, soldiers, even women had mm. given their names with eager rivalry out of hatred of Nero as yeah. well as a liking for Gaius Piso. Is that... That seems a bit of a stretch. Do you suddenly not like me now? Have you always not liked me? Is it the fire? I mean... To go, I don't know, it just seems like it builds up all pretty quickly. And there's a lot of people involved in this, a lot of important people. I don't know. 
I, I guess what I'm asking is, do you think it started roughly when the fire came or maybe it started earlier, like maybe when Seneca was kind of cashiered or pushed to the side? Maybe people weren't very happy about that because Nero's still a kid. I just wonder when these part, people started thinking, you know what? I think it's time for Nero to go. Well, look, we, we, we've seen that going right back to, well, right back to the days of Julius Caesar, right? Right. People weren't happy. They killed yeah. him. There were troubles under Augustus, not as not as many, but there was the occasional sort of uh, rumblings right. of some sort of uh, you know yeah. a, a revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, under Tiberius, definitely, people were like, "No, nah, we've got to yeah. get rid of this guy. We can't. We can't have him. Uh, we can't have you know this uh, king thing going on. We don't dig that. That's not very Roman." But again, not many. But there right. was the occasional attempt. Only takes Certainly, one. yeah, big one under Caligula that we right. saw that involved his sisters and his bum boy. Right. Um, some ructions <laughs> under Claudius, yes, but again, not not as many. Um, yeah. And so now we have ructions under Nero. But these these things have been going on all the time. There's always been attempts at uh, revolution. Sometimes with the the idea that they would restore the republic, but in sometimes and including this one, it's not about restoring the republic. It's about right. putting somebody else on the yes. throne. So it's not, oh, you know, we need to get back to the good old days. It's right. like, nah, yeah. that's yeah. probably someone, never going to happen. Yeah. That's someone just, could do it better. Someone other than let's Nero just find needs someone, to be. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what you're telling me is I, eventually, it's only a matter of time before I'm elected world leader, I could be the most generous, magnanimous, kind, caring leader, whatever I want. Some percentage of the people aren't going to be happy happy with me, and some people are going to look at me and go, you know what, I really, really, really would like his job, and I don't mind getting some blood on my hands, you know what I'm saying? So between jealousy and, and just whatever, people want to be free, and yeah, this this is what the fourth or fifth dictator, so, or you know, emperor. So some people just want to be free mm. all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but in this case, it's not about being free. They, mm-hmm. they just want a different guy yeah, on the throne. And, and he seems to be very popular, this guy. Tacitus writes, a descendant of the Calpurnian house. Right. And embracing in his connections through his father's noble rank many illustrious families, Piso had a splendid reputation with the people from his virtue or semblance of virtue. <laughs> His eloquence he exercised in the defense of fellow citizens, his generosity towards friends, while even for strangers he had a courteous address and demeanor. Sounds like Mm. me. He had, too, the fortuitous (laughs) advantages of tall stature and a handsome face. Still sounds like me. But solidity of character and moderation (laughs) and pleasure were wholly alien to him. He indulged yeah. in laxity in display and occasionally in excess. Yeah. This suited the taste of that numerous class who, when the attractions of vice are so powerful, do not wish for strictness or special severity on the right. throne. So... He liked a good time. I'm rich, yeah. I'm young, I'm handsome. I like to have a good time. But he sounds like a decent person. Well, he wasn't young. He wasn't, he wasn't young, young, this guy. Who, oh, no, I'm getting my pizzas mixed up. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I'll explain why in a okay. second. I mean, not that young. But right. his solidity of character and moderation of pleasure were wholly alien to him. So he was a bit of a rich douchebag, according to right. Tassos. Oh, nice, my favorite. You know, polite to people, right. but just like to live it up. Now, so... That's I mean, goal. really, then, what's what's the difference between him and Nero? 
He yeah. indulged in laxity in display and occasionally in excess. Sounds like Nero, right? He's having his big parties, <laughs> yes. uh, sex romps, uh, you the, know, the building lake a orgy or whatever the fuck that yeah, was. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tintelinus's lake orgy. <laughs> yeah. So what's really, what's the difference? Is, is it maybe because people really think Nero burnt Rome down? Right. Or, you know, what, what are his other major crimes? Okay, he had his mother executed, but no one really liked her. Well, maybe some did, but many didn't. Right. Um, See, what else? What's, yeah. What else has he done? Like his Seneca's mother, been pushed Seneca, to the side, people not happy about parties, that. But orgies. Like, yeah. yeah. What's it he sounds done? pretty What's, flimsy, the difference between these two. It's like, what? You're going to kill this guy, risk yeah. your life, and put this other guy in charge because you really like him? Yeah. It's still going to be the same. I still got to pay my fucking taxes, but whatever. So this Piso is Gaius Calpurnius Piso. We've mentioned him before. He was the right. son of the consul Lucius Calpurnius Piso. More on him later. But in the mm-hmm. year 40, so 25 years earlier, right? it was this Piso that we're talking about that Caligula banished from Rome <laughs> because he wanted to fuck Piso's wife. Um, While she was pregnant, according to some sources, Suetonius writes, uh, at the marriage of Livia Orestilla to Gaius Piso, Mm -hmm. he, Caligula, attended the ceremony himself, gave orders that the bride be taken to his own house, and within a few days divorced her. Two years later, he banished her because of a suspicion that in the meantime she had gone back to her former husband. Others oh. write that being invited to the wedding banquet, he sent word to Piso, who reclined opposite to him, don't take liberties with my wife, and at once carried her off with him from the table, the next day issuing a proclamation that he had got himself a wife in the manner of Romulus and Augustus. So if you remember in the the, the very, very wonderful Malcolm McDowell Caligula film that we opened our Caligula series by watching... Um, which is, I think now is my new Christmas uh, or Dr. Humus uh, uh, oh, uh, like tradition that. is to watch yeah. Caligula. Um, Malcolm McDowell would have made a good doctor. Still would. You could still yes. do it, actually. Yes. Um, yeah, the, 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 the scene, the wedding scene where he goes up and he finger bangs both of them with his ring right. on, I think that's kind of a, you know, a, a telling of this. So right. this is that guy. Yeah. So uh, a Caesar. Exiled. Yeah. Ruined his wedding, stole his wife, fucked up his life. Right. You think this guy doesn't have a grudge against the Caesars? I'm going to go uh, with Pretty yes. sure he does. I'm going to go. Because I think he genuinely, from what I could tell, he genuinely cared for his wife. He missed her. Um, and, yeah, so he's, he's got a burning desire for revenge. And he is brought back. By, by Claudius. Claudius. There Claudius we go. brought Thank him you. back. Yeah. Right. And he obviously did well, and he's he's very rich, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, this guy's got a grudge. I mean, I mean, Claudius did bring him back, but he's got a grudge against the Caesars, you would think. But he's not the only one. Right. Um. But also, this same guy, a couple of years earlier than this, we've talked about this a few mm-hmm. years before the Great Fire in sixty-two. Someone called Romanus. Right. Tried to charge Piso and Seneca oh. with some sort of secret conspiracy. Oh. But right. Seneca defended himself so well that Romanus <laughs> himself was charged with the same claim. 
That's good. Well, I don't know what Seneca said, but that has to be a world class mm. comeback to go. So, no, oh, I, I know what it was. Just, yeah, Seneca yeah. was like, uh uh-uh, uh, you did it. Yeah. Oh, that you was did it. it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, because of his dignitas. Yeah. Are you going to doubt it, me? Dealt it. Do you know who I yeah. am? I'm Seneca. Yeah. yeah smelted, so, delta. smelted dealt it was basically his thing, right? Is that illegal? He who Latin smelted term? dealt it. Yeah, okay. that's it. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> That it, 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 when you study law, at least when what? I studied law, sure, that was the foundation of the whole legal code. Was that a Even correspondence course? Uh, video, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it on YouTube. It was the same one that all of the anti-vaxxers and COVIDiots do to get their degree in idiocy. I stand corrected. Okay, so he's yeah. got a grudge. He's got a grudge. Yeah. Uh, and Nero, at the time when the, when these charges were laid, couldn't believe that Seneca and Piso would be in a conspiracy against him because they were so different. Oh, yes. Seneca was dull and boring, both rich, mm. right? But still, personality. Seneca, was. dull and boring. Yeah. Um, Piso, on the other hand, was a lot like Nero. He yeah. he loved wild sex parties. Used to go mm. to Nero's wild sex parties. Yeah. Where the bitches at? He was at? a poet. Like that. Yeah. Sorry. So he's a poet. Now, when I said before, he can't be he can't be young. So in the year forty, he was getting right. married. Okay, he might have been young then. He might have been twenty when he was getting married. Right, uh, 18, 19, 20. Sure, this is twenty five years later. So he's yes. he's got to be early to mid forties. I'm guessing. Would Would you think um, if there is any truth? Because there's so much that is unknown. Would you, do you think there's anything to the truth that maybe some people in Rome were like, let's get rid of the twenty seven year old? you know, who probably killed his mom and may have started a fire or did not put out the fire as soon as he could and get this older gentleman in there who's got some experience. He comes from a long line of important people. Maybe we just want a steadier hand, um, you know, at the teller. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Could be. But yeah. again, this guy was a lot like Nero. Like, right. like He was a poet, loved to act and dance and sing oh, on the stage, right. used to go to sex parties. They used to go on vacation together to Baye. Yes. Uh, they, yes. Their villas were like next door. Like ours. Their wives would bathe together in the sun. <laughs> right. Nero didn't even take a bodyguard with him when he went to visit Piso's villa, which is why it seemed like a good place to have him assassinated. Right. And it was at Piso's Bayean uh, villa Right, where they held the fest, the dinner for the fest, the banquet for the festival of Minerva, which was the one where Nero tried to fake reconcile with Agrippina, her oh. last meal before she went out on the big boat that then yes. sunk, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> that yes. was at Piso's villa. Oh, convenient! Yeah, but according to most authors, uh, Piso, whilst appearing to be friendly. Oh, to Nero was right. just trying to lull him into a sense of false security, like Deep you game. do to me every week on this show. <laughs> and yeah. it works. Uh, it works. Sorry, go ahead. you're not supposed to say that out oh, loud. You're oh, supposed to right. deny it. What? Right. No. What? You're crazy. Chuck, gasp. Yeah. My lawyer will be in touch with your lawyer. Yeah. He's playing a long game, yeah. Piso, like D'Angelo is with your wife. Um, <laughs> the long dick, long game. Okay. You know, that was good. I'm not even mad. Oh. That was good. That no. was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I was in Cantonese, but, you know. <laughs> still up there. Still. Yeah. Up there. Yeah. It's a five. Five yeah. <laughs> um, So right. 
the suggestion is that there really has been a conspiracy going on for a couple of years. Oh, yes. That Seneca's aware of, Piso's part of, which means, <laughs> if this is true, that it predates the fire. Yes, yes, exactly. So there's probably been rumblings, mumbles, looks, whatever you want to call it, before the fire. But now that there is the fire and and there there's a part of Rome that doesn't like Nero anymore, maybe this is the chance for Piso to strike. But, but, you know, what's Piso's argument here? Like, oh, well, Nero's crazy. He goes, he, he throws massive sex parties and people go, dude, yeah. you go to the fucking sex parties. <laughs> well, yeah, I go to them. I'm sure, just a good I friend. Go to them. I'm a neighbor. That's what oh, neighbors I'm, do. Yeah. I'm lulling him into a sense of false security. But by oh, fucking like, all like, these by, people. Right. By fucking all of our wives. Yeah. Well, you know, like, <clears> if I don't fuck your wives, like, what's. Yes. Yes. He's he'll, he's going to see suspicious. right through me, right? What am right. I doing? Like, yes. yeah, come on, yeah. it's come on. Spycraft. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't, don't want to have to get my ducks dicks uh, duck sicked. I don't want to have to get my duck sicked 15 times a <laughs> okay. night. I hate it. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, okay. please. <laughs> okay. New code. New code. I'm going to walk up to Heather and go, "Hey, how about sicking my duck?" <laughs> and if she doesn't get it, then <laughs> I'll just take care of it like I normally. (laughs) So it's a hell of a game. What do you think? I mean, what do you think about Piso? Is he taking advantage of the fire? I mean, he probably really does hate this guy. Probably really hates all Caesars and emperors. And why not him? Why shouldn't he be in charge? He's got this long line. He's a blue blood. He's got money. He's respected. The people love him. Why not Piso instead of Nero? Who knows? What people don't realize is that. You know, I've been playing a long game too. I've actually been a fundamentalist right. Christian all my life. Uh, Damn, you're good. I'm just trying to. You're I'm good. just trying to lull the atheists into a sense of false right. security. So, like, yeah, I have a suspicion right. that God hired you a long time ago. I want you mm. to talk trash about me. I want you to tempt them. What I'm asking you to do, Cameron, is mm. test test their faith. Um, mm. If you do your job I'm right, basically, a lot of good people could go to hell. Lucifer, exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's his job to, to yeah. tempt them to see yeah. if they were so see if they were loyal. An, an agent of uh, Satan. Yeah. How I, do I get on that payroll? Yeah. How do I? Certainly, my uh, ex mother in law <laughs> thinks I'm Satan. So uh, tells my children that too. He's Satan. Yes. Yeah. But, they go. Oh, we know. We yeah, know. That's right. Yeah. And, Tell us something new. And we are his children. <laughs> <laughs> the court of Satan. <clears throat> yes. So where were we? So getting back to Piso, so yes. this Piso, our Piso, Piso of the Piso conspiracy might have been related uh, to the Piso who killed Germanicus, Caligula's daddy. Right. So um, obviously the Piso uh, connections, are, he's the, there's Calpurnias and Pisos and the bloodlines, uh, whatever, but there's got to be some yeah. relationship. I mean, I think that's why Caligula stole this guy's wife is because this guy was somewhat related to the Piso that killed Germanicus. Right. right? So there's ah. there's a there's a connection there. You kill my daddy, I rape your wife, I kill the last Caesar. Standard. You know, it's it's like the Hatfields and the McCoys or right. Israel and Palestine or wherever right. you want to do it. You know, it's just like yeah. yeah. No rednecks. You did it, you right. hurt me, I hurt you slap me, I slap you back, and it just goes on and on and on. Right. Um now, there's also, if we go back through the Pisos, the Calpurnius Pisos, there was another guy with the exact same name, Gaius Calpurnius Piso. 
He was right. a consul in 67 BCE. Mm-hmm. In 66 and 65 BCE, he was the governor of Gallia Narbonensis, right. uh, the proconsul there. And while there, he did what all proconsuls do, <laughs> raped and plundered his way through the province. Politicking. Uh, yeah, was defended by Cicero in the year 63 BCE when Cicero was consul, I think. Wasn't he consul in 63? Or 64? Right. 63, I think. It was the year Augustus was born. Anyway. Right. Um, right. And he was charged with raping and pillaging the province and of executing a Gaul unjustly by a young lad by the name of Julius Caesar, Gaius Ah. Julius Caesar. Yeah. um, He said, I have no time for people who go out to provinces and (laughs) get rich off the process, really. And then kill people. Yeah, it's despicable. It's just, yeah, particularly Gauls. I mean, yeah. really. Uh, and this, this was before Caesar went. You know, people like their freedom. They're gonna fight yeah. back. So you might want to quit being a dick. I'll I'll show you how it's done one day when I'm running Gaul. You, you, but you got to wait a while. Nah, uh, only a few years. Fifty nine, I think he went out there, right? Ah, gotcha. A little while. Um, yeah. So Caesar sued Piso. Right. For raping and pillaging uh, Gaul. Piso, in revenge, tried to get Cicero to accuse yes. Caesar right. as being one of the uh, guys behind the Catalinarian conspiracy. Yeah. Which he probably was. You know, we, we he, he and uh, Pompey probably did have a hand in supporting um, some talks. Catalina. Yeah. 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 Uh, Cicero re- refused to do it, though, because he was, I think, too scared of him. So you've got that guy. So th- this is where the blood feud, I think, between the Pisos and the Caesars oh. really starts when Caesar sued Gaius Calpurnius Piso. Gotcha. Then you had, of course, Lucius Calpurnius Piso Caesoninus. Mm-hmm. He was uh, Julius Caesar's father-in-law through Calpurnia. Right. Mm-hmm. A fellow... Uh, he was a, he was a follower of Epicureanism, so good for him. And he was consul in fifty eight BCE, so he's not a nobody. And now you know, and like you said, he's the father in law of Caesar. So his career skyrockets at one point when Caesar's in charge of uh, Rome. Yeah, so he was Calpurnia's father. Yes, uh, uh, at the time of his assassination. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, it was that Piso that owned, we think, the Villa of the Papyri at Herculaneum, mm. where all of the right. uh, the papyri, the burned charcoal papyri yeah. from the eruption of Pompey, uh, Pompeii had been found. Right. When Caesar marched on Rome, though, after he crossed the Rubicon, mm-hmm. Piso left the city in protest against Caesar, um, fought on the wrong side of the the civil war. Right. And um, then he fought on the wrong side of the next civil war with the second triumvirate. He he mm-hmm. was on the Brutus and Cassius side of that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, o for two. Yeah. Yeah, over two. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey I'm sorry, are you in the middle of something? 
Well, yeah, there was another guy, guy uh, Naius Calpurnius Pisa, was the son of the guy that Julius uh, sued. He was consul in 23. He also fought against Caesar in the Civil War and uh, against Augustus or Octavian in the, the War of the Second Triumvirate. Jeez. Um, got later, was appointed consul by Augustus in 23 BCE. And mm-hmm. you may recall this, there was a period there in 23 BCE when Augustus looked like he was going to die. Right. And he said that Piso, who was his co-consul at the time, should be the guy to run Rome if he died, which wow. very much upset uh, uh, Tiberius at the time. Right. Uh, but he handed over the books to him and said, look, you, you don't like me, I don't like you, <laughs> but if I die, you're the guy that yeah. should run things. Because right? that's what's proper. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, there was the Gnaeus Piso, who was charged with Germanicus's murder in Tiberius's day. His son, Lucius Calpurnius Piso, was chosen to be governor of Africa. Caligula, though, who was the emperor at the time, feared that that would lead to a revolt. He would mm-hmm. revolt against him if he got that much better. So he divided the province into two parts right. and put a legate in control of the military force. So there's a long line of Pisos that... Yeah. Don't like the Caesars is my point. Well, not only that, but there's a long line of Pisos that have become synonymous with Roman power, the Roman institutions, the consulship, whatever you want to call it. And so the idea of a, another Piso being in charge instead of Nero is not that big of, of a change. I mean, th- th- I would think that they would trust him a lot more than a 27-year-old who uh, may or may not have started a fire. So, But the point is Piso on the throne, not an actual weird alien concept. And now this Gaius Calpurnius Piso is going to be the last Piso to start a revolution against a Caesar. <laughs> 